0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So apparently, Dr. Jen, I'm hot. <laughs> or cute at least. Maybe. Kind of. So
1: I hope. Yes. For once in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a couple, uh, two girlfriends that I actually went to uh, middle school with back in uh, Pennsylvania. Small town in Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia, and we tried to, and we all ended up out here in uh, Southern California, and so we tried to go go wine tasting every six months. Doesn't always happen, but
0: just recently,
1: you have to do that. By the way, yeah, it's fun up in Temecula.
0: Yes. Yeah, it was great. I have a place I'm going to take you with my wife. Okay, <laughs> you can bring a friend because when I say I'm going to take you, that yeah, weird. it does
1: sound. Yeah. How about
0: this? There's a place we need to meet at. Okay, I'll, it's called Moto Dofo. Oh, and they have like because of me, I love this. They have this tasting room with like 60 motorcycles. It's a racing family. Oh my God. An Argentinian, no, you will love, and their wine is spectacular.
1: Oh. Anyway,
0: sorry, go ahead. Oh, that sounds
1: fantastic. Is that up in Temecula? Yes. And Ponte. Oh, yes. I used to
0: call it Ponte. They told me no, it's Ponte. Okay. I think Ponte sounds more sophisticated.
1: Ponte. Yeah, no, I I said that, and somebody's like, oh, Ponte? That just, because we went to that place. Ponte. That's actually one of the places we hung out. So, anyway, so we were probably hanging out at that place at Ponte, and, um, out of the blue, my friend Tara goes. She goes, "Yeah, I really like Clint," and and I was like, "I'm not sure what the segue was." I'm mean, like, "She's like Clint August." On and I the was podcast. Like, yes, and well, she thank goes, you. and she, I'm like, "Oh, you? I, I didn't even know she would listen. I was like, "Oh, you listen to podcasts? She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "I really like him. He's cute too."
0: Yeah. That means a lot to me. Yeah. For a guy with no game, <laughs> never hears that. I love that. Her yeah, name's was awesome. Tara.
1: Tara. Yeah. Tara. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I went to. I've known her since sixth grade. Yeah, so it was great. So yeah, she's a regular listener to the show. Um, she really likes your humor. She like she's married. I'm just gonna say so. Everybody's good. I was just gonna <laughs> so hit on her. I could tell by in a y- fun and fairway. And- change in stance into your chair is actually why I did that. I picked up on. That. I don't have. a,
0: I don't have a I know, sexual I know, poker face I know, all, I know
1: all your body language Yeah, it's a little freaky
0: what what's this one Dr. Jen
1: <laughs> oh god we we did say we were going to talk about farting but we don't actually need to do that <laughs> I lifted my
0: cheek anyway Tara are you still turned on
1: <laughs> I know still think he's cute Tara
0: <laughs> well that was nice to hear and by the way if her husband hears this I, I was going to jokingly say I want to know about Tara but my wife uh I'm very happy with and you have nothing to wor- is her husband good looking
1: yeah, Juan's a good-looking guy. Yeah, is he? A I, Juan? Doubt, I doubt he listens to our show. It doesn't so I matter. Think I got okay. no chance
0: against yeah. a guy named Juan. No, seriously. I can't,
1: there's so many things. Let's not. I don't even know what path you're taking There's us not down. a I'm Juan I've don't. ever met
0: or known about that doesn't have ten times more game than me, so it's over. Interesting. Seriously. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wands are hot. <laughs> they are. They just are. And it sucks for yeah. me. Or
1: Clint, I, I don't. Are Clint's good looking?
0: Clint Eastwood, when he was younger, and still even—wait, <laughs> that's that's offensive against older people. He's a damn good-looking man. Yeah, Clint Walker, six foot six. He oh. recently passed away in his eighties. Night oh. of the Grizzly, good-looking dude.
1: Who who who's in Clint their prime? Black. Who's a Clint in their? I
0: think prime. Clint Black's still in his prime. He's probably my age. I can't. <laughs> well, why is that funny? I
1: don't know. Sorry, mm. I'm not far behind you.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I'm going to be 50 in July.
1: Are you? Is this like a thing? Are you doing a big thing?
0: Uh, My wife and I have been discussing this, and I know we're getting off topic we talked about this. I can't remember. Well, maybe we're not, because, Tara, I just want to say thank you. So I guess we'll finish that. Thank you for thinking I'm funny. My wife no longer does. Um, (laughs) She did in the beginning. (laughs) Anyhow, um, no, you know, we, we were talking about that. And I don't know. We're trying so hard. Like, I thought about doing something on the air. Like Clint's 50th birthday bash to invite listeners and invite Ooh. people. And then maybe something separate with my wife and like neighbors yeah. and friends. But, you know, I'll be honest with you. I, I've i never been the type of person since I've been in radio where I'm good at separating that. Because oh. I want people to come. And, yeah. and if they listen and if they like me and yeah. I've met them or even yeah. if I haven't met them. You know me. I'll talk to a rock. I just like people. I love people. Can you throw a
1: huge bash at like Saquon Casino or something? Oh,
0: my God. Mind blown. I literally earlier today ran into Saquon and I said, I want to stay the night in your hotel, their new resort. Yeah. For my 50th birthday. Oh. And I kid you not, one of the reps at Saquon looked at me and she said, what about Clint's 50th birthday bash? She does not know that I had already said that to my that's wife the so day before. Crazy. Yeah. And you just yep. said it, yep. suggested to Quan. Because you know I love that place.
1: Yeah. It seems perfect. I would love to do oh, something. Oh, I'll come out for it. That'd be fun. Oh, my
0: God. I would love to have yeah. you. But I'd love to have you if you can at both, like, like the huge one and then maybe the one that's, say, at the brewery where it's. Oh, yeah. Because totally. I consider I you to it. be a very close friend.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: And I want to say this. If there's a listener right now who goes, well, what? I'm not a friend? It's not that at all. It's that. When you do something on air, I want to make sure that I spend time with folks. And and really, I want you to know I care that you're there. But if I have close friends I've had since fifth grade and my wife and my kids, and I'm not paying attention to them, that's rude of me.
1: Yeah. so you have to have some separation between your personal life and professional life. I'm not good at that, Dr. Jen. healthy. Okay.
0: I know it is, but this goes back to me. I want people to like me. Yeah. And it's it's good and bad, but I'm going to tell you something. I've met people through the ride club, two different guys who've told me, and I got goosebumps, Aww. so much pride and joy from this. Each of them have said, because of you, because of this ride club, I have come from this shell where I never made friends. Aww. I actually have friends who I ride with outside of this club, even when you don't know it, and who I actually hang out with because of this Aww. that's why i love this stuff that's why that's i want to awesome. throw that 50th birthday bash i want people to come and talk and mingle yeah
1: <gasps> that would be so fun yeah
0: wait L- can we the do- look on your face now Singles? I know, what are we talking I started about
1: thinking i'm like can we have some like some like hump day sex quiz part of it or something or sex quiz questions for people on the tables or maybe something we <laughs> maybe
0: we could maybe we could that
1: would be mm. fun. I mean, we don't have to. I don't want to impose my my topic. No, I like that. <laughs> what do you
0: mean yours? Ours? Well, so it could be Clint's, Clint's, you're the pro, I know.
1: Clint's sexy 50th birthday bash.
0: Maybe there is a and a for like a half an hour, and the whole rest of the night is just like the drinks and the eating and the... Oh, but I can't afford to put this on. What the hell am I well, going to no. do? Well,
1: people Well, it's first of all, so Quan may, you know... Host in They're some very ways. supportive of stuff
0: like that, but I don't Second, want to put that on then, them.
1: Second, then, like, you can have, like, people could buy their own alcohol, you know? That is that be. appropriate
0: if I invite people and they have to pay for their own alcohol? Maybe it is, huh? Yeah. I guess Especially it is, like, in when a public, go... if you
1: bring them to your home, don't make them pay for alcohol. you would be like, uh, yeah, so that'll be 7 bucks.
0: Right, it's <laughs> a door fee? Yeah.
1: Although I get, some people host huge parties and things like that, or they make it potluck or something like that. If you did that, but if you're in an actual space or something like that, unless you're saying, yeah, no, unless people know you're like, have a lot of money, no, most people you show up to a bar or a restaurant, you buy your own stuff for people's birthdays.
0: This is painful for me, Dr. Jen. I'm going to share something with you that I've done over the years that screws me every time. I do these like UFC fight parties yeah, and they're like 60, 70 bucks. Yeah. Okay. And I'll put out. A little jar, or just say ahead of time to people, Hey, it's gonna be 10 bucks ahead. I'm not trying to make money. I just need yeah. to cover the extra fee yeah. on my cable bill. And no joke, I've had one or two friends who up front will give 20 bucks, sometimes yeah. 40, sometimes yeah. 10, and I will not ask on the night of the other friends because I'm too embarrassed and I feel bad. Uh... And I've got my other friends who say, Dude, they expect it. You have to stop yeah. that. And then yeah. I get stuck with a bill, so I haven't had one for a few months now because I'm afraid I'm going to do the same thing. This goes back to the assertive thing we and talked about. And it's, again,
1: sit with the discomfort of what it feels like to put out a donation jar. Ooh, where do you feel it in you? That oh, facial expression. Right here in the Oh, you neck. feel it up in your throat? Yeah, and stuff. right here in the chest. So if you feel it in your throat, that's often a sign that you're literally not speaking your truth. If you, you feel it up in there.
0: No, but it's true. Yeah. I am I am too embarrassed and shy to do yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, and that's, you're that's, saying that's, I, that's the, the signal that says I need to. It shows up in your body. Oh, yeah. no, right
0: here. Yep. In the jaw. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Oh, That's fascinating. Very uncomfortable. Good. Even this topic. So Let's breathe move breathe into
1: it. Hold on. Mm-mm. You're okay. This isn't going to kill you. Mm. You're okay. There's nothing about this discomfort that you can't weather.
0: Oh, my God. I have a thing. <laughs> what if I have a UFC party fight, right? <laughs> Will you come and force me? We'll have a pep talk, like in the bathroom or the closet or the garage. So you can call
1: me ahead of time. You I'm not going to come because I hate fighting. I would. I that sounds horrible oh, to show up there.
0: You have wine with my wife then, and you don't have to watch.
1: Oh, I would do that.
0: Oh no! Oh, now yeah. you're in. Yeah, I'll spend no, I spend time with your wife, hate. and we'll be girls instead of mm. watching the fight. What about you facing I your discomfort? Eat
1: stuff like that. Violence, the horrible violence and how that's normalized in our society and what it leads to, don't get me started on that shit. Wait though, can I tell you? And compared to other like societies that don't think that's okay for their kids to see and things like that. No, it's humans beating on each other. Can I say this? I'm horrified by that.
0: I want to make sure that I that I that I I know say something. Go ahead. I do not like street violence. I do not like like bum fights back in the day when they got these bums to fight for money. No. That is unacceptable. Hmm. I do not like violence. But when it's these these it's a sport; these guys are training, these gals are training. That's when I like it.
1: And here's the thing: that's fine. I can't watch stuff like that and not viscerally feel it. It feels bad. I'm an incredibly empathetic person. So am I, actually. I can't watch something like it makes. So I grew up loving ice hockey. You know, a Philadelphia Flyers fan, huge all hockey kinds of fan. Roles. I know. In middle school and high school, I was like, you know, I'd be in the stand, jump up, be like, "Fight, fight!" and I'd watch it on the news. And then something happened in kind of like college and grad school that I started to become and like violence in movies. It was very uncomfortable to me. It's viscerally uncomfortable for me. And so I don't like fighting in sports like that or hockey in the same way anymore because I see humans beating each other up. It hurts me inside.
0: If I'm being honest, let's put the podcast aside. I'm not shocked by that. And I will tell you, when I see someone get beat down badly, even in those fights, Like, to the point of unconsciousness, Mm. that's where I'm very uncomfortable, and I feel very bad for those people. Yeah. An example would be Ray Boom Boom Mancini back in the day, who was one of my favorite boxers ever. He was good. Yeah. Was never the same after he killed uh, a Chinese opponent who died in the hospital later from him knocking him out. Oh, my God. He was never the same. I think he—don't quote me. I I should look this up and know what I'm talking about. If I recall, it wasn't too many fights later he called it quits. And and I don't Uh. even— like he yeah he was not dominant he was uh, and who can blame him he felt uh, horrible uh, so i will say with that in mind yeah. i understand where you're coming from yeah and it took me a while to get past that one too it really did i don't yeah. like people getting harmed in the long run yeah you know so but I it's hard to him. know
1: cuz so many concussions and things like that that absolutely is harming people in the long run
0: and they do have quick stoppage in MMA very quick where boxing you get pounded and oh. pounded and pounded mm. in the face that's why some of these arm bars and guillotines and things where you cut off the blood supply and, and they tap out is actually, honestly, a oh, good thing. Oh, yeah. Because there's less damage to your brain. Jesus and I know. We, we'll stop talking about it. Yeah. But anyway.
1: I know. Like, it hurts in me.
0: I but here's the thing. It. Next time I have one of those fight parties, yeah. I'll make you this promise. Call me. Whoever comes over,
1: yeah.
0: I will call you. and yeah. I will, And I will, gosh dang it, I will say, guys, please pony up now so that I don't forget later on. And I'll yeah. get past that. And I'll bet yeah. I'll feel good.
1: And I it's okay for you to say, hey, I know I don't usually I always say I'm gonna do this and I don't do it because like I actually feel bad doing it, but like I need to start doing this.
0: Yeah. It's okay
1: to own your discomfort. Yeah. And like and that's the same advice I give. Like, you know, a couple episodes ago we talked about or I maybe that was yeah, it was like two episodes ago we talked about um talking to your wife before you're going away on a trip. If you have expectations or hopes of sex. Like it's okay. If there's an awkward conversation you're avoiding, it's okay to start by saying Hey, like, there's a conversation we need, I think we need to have. I am so uncomfortable with this. I'm afraid I'm gonna say the wrong thing. I'm not sure what to do, or I don't usually do this. So I just wanna say, like, I'm uncomfortable doing this, but I really think we need to do it. Like, it's okay to call out what's blocking you from doing this in the first place. Okay. It's a practice of vulnerability. And
0: you don't think she'll think I look weak and indecisive? Because remember,
1: but you're having the conversation. What you're going to look like is that you're courageous, okay? Because you're not letting your fears get in the way of doing what you know is right. All right. It's the opposite. Mm.
0: God, there are so many scenarios I'm building in my head now. For years, I went yeah. without a raise, and I mean uh, for years. No, no, for yeah. y- financially, I am okay. Listen, mm. if, if any of my bosses hear this or not, this yeah. is my own damn. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry. <sighs> oh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire,
0: huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase over with by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm fault. Yeah. I love what I do. I am not where I should be after almost 21 years. In That's fact, no, not as okay. of this. Podcast twenty one years.
1: Hey, congratulations! In
0: April, in radio. Thank you. I am nowhere near where I should be. Now, that is not my boss's fault at all. None of my bosses. It's my fault for being too timid and too shy to ask for one. Now, I will say this: I did recently.
1: I'm not. I'm going to say I. And it's
0: better, though. It's better now. If
1: your supervisors think you're doing good work, that's part of their role also. No,
0: I get that. But it's also, though, the company itself. I'm probably getting too deep now. Okay. My point I'm making is I recently asked for a raise. I recently got one. Yay. And it's just, though, for my lack of doing that for years before that, I could have been higher. But I'm going to say this.
1: You can ask for another one sooner, then.
0: But it could also be why I've survived some very trying times in this business. Oh, that's interesting. No joke. And I've even had people tell me that my peers. Oh, they
1: cut out the higher
0: who have said. Well, you people. just never know, you know. And again, if you're listening as a boss, I don't mean this to be anything. I'm not giving inside information. This but yay, yeah, if you're listening, honest. thank you. Yeah, no, no joke. But I want. But again, I'm very open about this because if there are people like me who haven't done that, yeah. you're not alone. Even though I know oh, we oh. shouldn't do that, we should ask for that. That's it's hard. You're not That's alone. A hard if you skill and have assertiveness. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah. No, not at all. Um, okay. So you're gonna have a sexy 50th birthday bash.
0: Let's talk about it. Let you I'm know what off, off the podcast. Yeah. Let's come up with something, and maybe yeah. if we can make it happen, we'll when's make sure your, we when's share. When's your birthday? It. July second.
1: July second. Oh, it's like so right a holiday. now it's April. Oh no. What day of the week? Is well,
0: it? we actually, my wife and I were talking about doing something the weekend before Fourth of July because okay, I gotta check. so many people are busy.
1: Right. So many people are Plus busy. Plus, there's a um, so there's a beach volleyball tournament in Rosarito, Mexico. I went last year. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. On 4th so, of July weekend? Um, That's when it was last year, like the weekend right before. I'm not sure when it is this year, so we'll find out.
0: Well, even if we didn't we'll do match that, schedules. we still get back to what we talked about, <laughs> yeah. where we do a Q&A for the Sex Talk podcast. Oh, my God. I would love to do so that. So would I. Yeah. And in okay. Saquon would be a great place, by the yeah. way. That would be fun.
1: All right. Um. Uh I don't know where we are with time in this well, episode. I think we're okay.
0: We've got about I, we've got about 5 to we, 10 minutes. We
1: brought up a topic a, a few episodes ago and it was and you really liked it and you said let's come back to that. And it was this idea of talking past your partner in a relationship. Um Refresh me on that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the context too. I know for example like I use this with love language the five love languages which we've talked about on here. I've walked you through some of those questions. Um where uh, you love past each other. I use that term sometimes. Where, like, you know you love your partner, but you keep showing love in a way oh, yes. that doesn't mean anything to them. Or, I mean, it's meaningful, but it doesn't fill their love tank and vice versa. Well,
0: we talked about um, this, too, That the, what what the catalyst to this was, just to give you yeah, the whole nutshell. Yeah,
1: if you remember.
0: It, oh, I do now. It was because it was a friend of mine said that, you know, my wife says she's in love with me. Uh, she's absolutely in love with me, but does not want to have sex. Uh, remember that's what? Oh yes. And you're like, wait a scenario. second. Yeah, you were you were talking about yes, a talking past no, loving past your partner and you talking
1: past each other. Yeah, I brought this topic up and I thought I'd remember what it was about,
0: and now I don't remember. I'm pretty
1: sure that was exactly it. what I mean. Okay, yeah. You're so, not but,
0: saying the right words that your partner thinks are the right words,
1: right? Or you've got a different consent. And any, frankly. I don't know many relationships, especially with men and women, where you're talking about sex and you have the same interpretation of what you mean by that, of sex and intimacy and love. Like we have very different definitions, but they're assumptions of what those words mean or what they mean to us. And we also often can't articulate them. And we assume, though, that everybody else feels and thinks the same way that we do about these topics. So really talk about what's it mean to still be in love? Or what's it mean to still love somebody, but what's it mean to you to not have sex or what does what's it mean to you to have sex? And so like getting clarity about these words that seem so simple, sex, intimacy, love, uh, connection. I think we use in very different ways. And I think sometimes some people have very black and white definitions and some people have very nuanced definitions of what these mean. And I think having a conversation with your partner of just getting down the details of like, because I love asking people that question. Like, what does having sex mean to you? What's your motivation for it? What's it mean to you when you have it? What do you get out of it? How do you feel afterwards? What's not having sex mean to
0: you? I, it's funny. Now, th- this may have been an inappropriate thing to say. And, and you know, again, I don't often talk about me and my relationship personally with my wife and get into detail. But in this particular case, I think it's safe to do so. OK. We have in the past had conversations about uh, where I will say things like and, I, and sometimes I don't word things correctly. I try to be sensitive. There are times I get frustrated where when I know she's not in the mood and hasn't been for a while. That I will think to myself and then say, you are a phenomenal mother, you are a wonderful human who I love and I'm in love with, but I have friends who I love hanging out with and have conversations with who I never expect to have sex with, and... Are we just roommates with kids? Yeah. I've said that before, and I felt terrible because it hurts your yeah. feelings, and I can see it. And I yeah. I've only said that twice ever that I can remember. Yeah. And I've stopped saying it because Good. I realized the damage it was doing. Uh, yeah. But I was so frustrated at the time, at least yeah. uh, yeah. a couple years ago, yeah. that I said, I don't want a roommate, I want a lover, and yeah. I want someone because to me that's the one particular thing that separates me from every other relationship that I have.
1: Well, and when you're in a monogamous marriage, yes, exactly.
0: So that was my point. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I said the right thing.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, and the fact is you know how much that hurt her, and the fact is then that's going to work against you if you're actually wanting to have a meaningful conversation.
0: Afterwards, I knew that. And I just, it came out, and I felt bad when I saw the reaction. So, but I did yeah. say it again. I have to admit, I have to own up. Yeah. Hard to being a man, I'm owning up. Um, and I haven't said it since. Yeah. And I felt r- terrible. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you that at the time I yeah. wasn't angry because yeah. I was. Yeah. Oh,
1: sure. Sure. But what do
0: you do? What do you do? So, this is that whole thing about talking past the conversation. Like, I think this goes back to actually, maybe I'm going to yeah. answer my own question because of your knowledge that you've shared with me. Because we're what, seven months into this now? This podcast?
1: Uh about, yeah, like six and a half months. I'd yeah. like to
0: think I've learned some things from you and applied them in my brain at least. Is this the part where you're you're talking about asking the right questions and being open?
1: Yeah. And you know what, specifically, since we're talking about sex here, like I don't have I recommended the book to you come as you are?
0: Mm, not that I recall.
1: Oh, I think both you and your wife should totally read this book. Really? It's by Emily Nagoski. Came out a couple of years ago. It is like if you want to understand female desire and like what helps accelerate it and what gets in the way as like a break and that's what she uses this this system called the dual control system, she said you know because often when we focus on um, having more sex or make having better sex we focus on all of these things that press the accelerator you know that we think that spice things up or make it more interesting or exciting oh, like turn-ons. right turn ons okay. um, or you know going away to a hotel for the night. Versus what often what we really need to be addressing in a, a strategic way and in an understanding teamwork way is what's putting the brakes on, because that's really what's going on so much, and particularly like I said, women you know struggling with low desire and long term relationships. That's one of my specialty areas. That's what you know my online course is about. If you're not looking at all the things that are pushing the brakes and knowing it doesn't mean you're broken, that this is just what's going on for you and that your partner understands it, and then you both can take responsibility for those things, you're just going to keep like you – know, you you're just going to keep running into the same cycle. problem. It's a total cycle. And so ch- seriously, read this book. I highly recommend this Come book. As You Are? Come As You Are. Okay. Or you could probably, probably get um, an audio book version, I'm guessing, so you could listen to in your car or something.
0: It's just so funny because I think of Nirvana, Come As You Are. Oh, I do. That's um, funny. As you are, well, never mind. no,
1: that's good. I liked that. But you get the like the play on terms here. I do,
0: and I'm wondering is the title spelled C U M or C O M E? It's C
1: O M E. You're the one who said the double. I N- know, but they're not going to spell it C U M because then people are going to think it's a porn book. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, did we answer those questions? Check out seriously. Check out that book. I think that would be, and that's then you can get the same language to use around desire in your relationship. And that's invaluable. Like I had some clients read this and you know, one of the women said, she goes, it's so empowering to me to know. like, it's So she'll be in an interaction with her partner and she'll be like, okay, this feels good. And then all of a sudden she'll be like, oh, all of a sudden I don't want to be here. This doesn't feel right. And that she can look at what just changed for me. And she said, you know, understanding how this dual control system works and reading the book and that they both read it she could then take responsibility to be like, hey, something just changed. He goes, yeah, I noticed it too. And then she could be like, oh, this is what happened. he go, oh, okay. So what if I tried this? And she'd be like, awesome. And then they get to stay in their sexual act.
0: Okay, I like that. Yeah. I, I want to note something, please. Okay. I know the next time we need to talk about oh. uh, how often do people have sex. Do you want to throw that
1: in or do we run out of time? Uh,
0: we're kind of low. Okay. Because um, I would love to, but and I really want to get your take on this. Wait,
1: wait. So what is it? Tell it again. Next it's time? It, the
0: title is How Often Do People Have Sex? The number may surprise you. They 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 polled Australians and Brits and Americans, mm. and then they say more sex won't necessarily make you happier. So I want I want to tag on that next time if you're good with it. Yeah. But there's something else to what we just discussed. I, I want to ask you this question, and please don't answer it now, okay? Because I, I'm very interested, selfishly, in, okay. in this, but I think other folks might be too. Okay. Through you talking a minute ago about all of our discussion, it made me wonder, through the right language, would it be healthy to write down each partner, without seeing the other's answers, just for every con that you have for your partner, you have to have a pro. Mm. Is it bad to write down the cons, or do you just write the pros? So here's this is yeah. all, all questions. Okay. But then I thought, what if, because here's the thing. What happens if you guys each write down all the pros about each other, but then I'm offended because I'm thinking, wait a second, you completely skipped over these great qualities that I have that I know you need to recognize. What if you wrote down the pros and cons about your partner, yeah, but then also about yourself before you show it to each other and share it? Because then you know you get in there things that maybe you think they're not noticing yeah, that you do that are good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that smart?
1: Yeah, I like that. Can we that. talk about that? Yeah. However, I'm just going to say one thing, too. Don't make the list even. Make the pros at least twice as many as the cons. I was
0: going to say that, but I didn't oh, know if that yeah. was the wrong thing to do. At
1: least. You, frankly, you want much more than that. Isn't it like for
0: every con, you need 10 pros?
1: Five. It's a five to fun ratio. At least I thought to that was bullshit. To, and now to that to you're Gottman telling me this,
0: I love that you're telling me this. Of
1: comments that you're making to your partner. And maybe that's how you yeah. yeah.
0: For every con, maybe it's, yeah. Yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I love it.
0: And I wonder, I wonder if you and I could make up a list, a short one, yeah, of what we think we do well in relationships. Oh. The pros. Do you like that idea? Yeah, I
1: like that idea.
0: Give me giving us an exercise, Yay. because then if someone listening, like Sean or and Deb or or whoever, tar you know whoever, yeah, maybe they'll apply that if they ever need it. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So what we want to do? We want to do? do like. Five things that we think we're not great at and 10 things we're good at?
0: Yes. Let's do that.
1: Oh, okay. And so we'll just say that, like, yeah, strengths and weaknesses, but we have to double the strengths. About
0: ourselves. Yeah. When thinking about, like, mine is obviously my wife. That's my partner. Yeah. For you, you could just think of if you had one or your last one or someone you want to keep in mind. Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah, I like it. Look at that.
1: Okay, we got homework.
0: Where can folks get a hold of you, Dr. Jen? I'm going to stop this recording in a second, but where can they get a hold of you?
1: They can find me online at drjensden.com. That's D-R-J-E-N-N-S-D-E-N.com. I would love for folks, if they like you know, my approach to sex and stuff, to come and find me and support me on Twitter, which is Dr. Jen's Den. Facebook, uh, Jennifer Gonzalez, actually, if they mm. want to follow my stuff. Um, Twitter, oh no, I said Twitter, Instagram. YouTube, all of that's uh, Dr. Jen's Den, the same handle. So, yeah, please come. Yeah, we pour a lot of ourselves into this. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you like this, um, please definitely get out and show the love on my social media stuff. That'd be appreciated.
0: There you go. and And Motorcycle Monkey Channel on YouTube for me, just motorcycle yep. stuff, whatever. Humorous stuff sometimes, too.
1: You're like, whatever